This episode originally aired on December 3rd, 2022 on the Unethical Patreon. Our client today is Celeste Brown from Unethical Podcast. Technically our boss too. Episodes should be released at a normal pace again. Went a little crazy there. Gave you all our multi-parters quicker. One episode per week until we're caught up. Enjoy. As someone who has a completely irrational fear of sinkholes, you can get fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Do you like walk down the street like, I hope today's not the day? Just one day, wherever I live is just going to sink into the ground and I'm going to be lost down there forever. Dix! What's up, Dix? What are you working on? Are you working on something important? I was was drawing this picture of Richard. It's in crayon and looks vaguely like a a, a tiny penis, but uh, I promise it's Richard. Yeah, I think it looks exactly like me. So you're drawing pictures of Dix. That's nice. So are you solving a mystery, maybe? Are you getting any money this week? Uh, I've been... I'm a little bit... I'm like hiding right now, and I'm not looking for cases. I'm just like trying to like let this murder attempt blow over a bit here before i so i'm richard at richard i don't i don't mean to interrupt you but can you move more into the light i'm trying to get the shading right on this oh yeah sorry do you want me to do you want me to spit for like for one of them i don't i don't know how, i don't know how that helps me but you can go for it okay cool yeah so you're not doing anything important rj do you mind if i just grab this and crumple it up and throw it in the garbage really quick i need this space thank you so that's much. that's fine i'll start another one Oh yeah. no! That I was gonna so, put no. That on I my have fridge. a mystery. Shut up, please. I have a mystery that we're gonna solve. Since you're not doing anything important. Okay. Fair enough. I look like a penis somewhere else. When my whiskey's gone, I'm leaving. You have this much time. When your you when your whiskey now. is gone, yeah. <laughs> leave now. I'm gonna be sipping on it. Ah. Uh, so that's gotta, the timer. Never mind. It's like I'm not saying it's like saying in an hourglass. When you see that start going down faster than how you're talking. It's time for us to speed it up. Hey, Rick, Rick, less talking, more drinking. <laughs> I mean, that's a win-win. <laughs> okay. I just want to make it really clear. I did try elsewhere first before I brought this to you. Everywhere else is just busy. You are the worst in your field. You are my last resort, just so we're clear. Um, I'm going to hard disagree. We solve every one of the crimes that we've ever looked into ever. Ace PI down the street. That guy actually does surveillance and shit. Like, fuck that. He can't even figure out half this thing. Right. Cause he's actually good at his job. Yeah. Well, but he hasn't even figured out that I've been following him. So. Oh yeah. No, he has. Bob's going to be calling you about that a little bit later. Hmm. Good. Well, he this never is told what we, me, so. but, but this is what you wanted. You wanted him to call you. If you stalked him enough, maybe he'll call you. Right? So mm-hmm. this is good. This is a good thing. Yeah, no, Bob, you're a lawyer. You're being sued for stalking. Yeah, I I, I put that together, but I liked Richard's complete misunderstanding of the of the concept. No, I, I, I meant that. Well, Bob, you want to do some legal shit, so our lawyer <laughs> ends up calling you. I, I understood what you meant completely. I don't I don't know about I mean, well, I guess that depends on how expensive he's gonna be this time. Well, you know, I'll help. I'll pay. Okay. As RJ or as Rick takes a giant swig of his glass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you caught on to that. Nice. Uh, okay. Well, I'm uh, anything that's not Jack the Ripper. What do you got for us? Uh... I do have something that's not Jack the Ripper. Cool. Perfect. We're doing it. All right. Well, if we're shitting on past cases, no suicide dogs either. So every, everything else is fair game. I'm uncomfortable. So let's get started. Mm-hmm. I'll take my shirt off to make you feel more comfortable. 
Well, no, leave, leave it on because it's part of the drawing. Mm. Okay. Thank you. You stopped drawing for like just a second. What is? I, I thought you were I, on signs. I will. I will not stop drawing, but right. continue. Sorry, didn't mean to crush your dreams. You're terrible at this, so I'm glad you're pursuing something else. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay, so drawing Celeste is an asshole now. <laughs> it looks like it's winking. Good job. Wow. Okay. Again, nothing I can work with here. <laughs> Just tell us. Tell us what to do. We're obviously aimless. Yeah, we, yeah we, you really are. You want us to solve? You came here and screwed up that Mona Lisa of me. Finally, someone was drawing me to to scale, looking exactly like myself. And then you, you said you had something for us to do. What do you got? Let's hear it. So what I need to know is how the most well preserved mummy of all time managed to stay so well preserved for twenty two hundred years. <laughs> An elite team of private detectives. What if balloons are aliens? Maybe that's the key component we're missing. Cover-ups. John's guilty. Mysteries that need to be solved. Maybe Mormons need mountains. Richard, shut up. Here's a segue. Here's a segue. Hey, hey, what do you guys think about ugly-ass uh, ancient Chinese mummies? <laughs> <laughs> you hit the nail head on that one. <laughs> nailed it. All right, nailed it. I don't know what we're talking about today, so I'm not quite sure how that's a segue. I'm actually trying to figure this out. <laughs> Did you just uh, type that into a search engine? <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm trying to. I'm trying to use my brain. <laughs> you should try using your ears. <laughs> <laughs> try using my ears. Yeah, we're talking about an ugly ass Chinese mummy. Yeah, but how does that give me the answer? Of like what specifically? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, I guess um I guess it doesn't, but it's still generally the subject. I mean, am I how 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 far off base am I? I mean, as far as ancient Chinese mummies go, I wouldn't say that she's any uglier than any other one. N- no. Hard disagree. <laughs> like a regular, like I know what to expect. No, no, no. Think you're mummy. thinking of them hot Egyptian mummies, okay? I'm talking Chinese mummies. They're all ugly. Oh man! And I'll all tell right, you exactly gonna... why they're Whoa. ugly. No, they are uglier, and I will tell you why. Some people get off on feet. All right, I don't think there's a high bar for humanity. <laughs> that was really Wait. like unprompted. What? <laughs> He's I, I feel like I he feel like Rick, no. You yeah. just said that you just said the Chinese mummies were uglier than the Egyptians. Egyptian, I'm using my they are. Ears. Nah, nah. I'm, 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 I'm getting called out for shit. literally just conversating here. I already have a solve. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Celeste. <laughs> All right, finish up your drink, I guess. Right. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'll wait till the end, but I got to solve right now. No, I'm. Uh, but I but I am invested in this one, um, primarily because my 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 thing is yes, I I was intrigued by the the preservation thing. That doesn't make any sense to me. Also, gotta know if uh, that mummy looks anything like she did in her living life because it is fucking terrifying. All right. Well, I mean, she's twenty two hundred years old, so I couldn't find a photograph of her. Well, I'll consider that your failing. Yeah, you would. Yeah, I mean, I think so. Based on the description, probably not too different. That being said, there is, well, I'll get into it. Personally, when I think of mummies, I generally think 
of Egypt or the other lady die that RJ was talking about um, a few episodes ago. So either way. Can I tell you what I think? I think of how fat Brandon Fraser is now. That's literally what I think of when I think the mummy. I'm like, wow, that guy let himself go. Yeah, he's a national treasure. He is. He is. I'm not no, saying he's well, no, he's he's amazing. I love him. But now that you say that, he does look a little bit like this mummy looks. <laughs> okay. I can't wait to see years. it. All right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Celeste didn't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh i got another solve now i have another solve now oh wait okay yes. i got two so... <laughs> okay we're simmered we're simmered no i can tell richard's like this close to going off again his face is still red look at it i'm good it's like you know when like the pot boils and then you take it off but if you put it back on it'll start boiling again immediately even if it's off (laughs) richard is like that i do see it i do see it i have gotten one fucking sentence done before this i definitely did not consider china that was not my go-to when i thought about mummies because china is such an industrial juggernaut they're constantly digging up ancient history as they develop more and more. And what I have learned is that Egypt has nothing on China when it comes to mummies. Egyptian mummies, like think like Tutankhamun, Seti I, uh, Ramesses II, they're super delicate, right? So they crumble and they flake if they're not handled with like the utmost of care. But China is home to some of the most well-preserved mummies of all time, including what they consider to be the most well-preserved mummy of all time, Lady Sinjue, also known as Lady Dai, or, and I think this is stupid, the Diva Mummy. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see they, they call her that because of her looks. No, actually. Sassy quips. Her sassy quips. <laughs> Dude, if you don't Google a picture of this thing right now... <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna make you laugh so hard i like to not know anything but oh oh look up lady a d-a-y right d-a-i i oh my god <laughs> it looks like a prop from evil dead it looks like <laughs> how do you like it, it looks, looks like the head from the thing <laughs> it looks like it looks like ed dean's face mask on like <laughs> on his like mannequin or something just like sitting there it's it's just important to me that as we go through this conversation that you you see that and then pair that with when it's referred to as the most well-preserved <laughs> okay well i'm i color me even more intrigued now i see i'm not looking mm-hmm. anymore because i'm get i'm gonna get into a what the fuck is going on here hole that feels like the point okay. again she's been dead 2200 years so if you could just maybe stop appearance shaming her that'd be great i I will not i'm not body shaming the individual i am simply body shaming the empty body husk thing it's not empty husk is a good description for it for anyone who hasn't looked it up yet husk is a good description it's not a husk god damn it yeah it's it's too wet to be a husk that's actually what they're called they're actually called wet mummies mummies like this from china they're called wet mummies (laughs) versus egyptian mummies which are called dry mummies 
Jeffrey Dahmer call his victims wet mummies? Wet daddies, probably, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That was good. That was funny. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, RJ, to step on your toes. I am bringing a dead die to the table today. It's my nice. turn. Cool. Nice. Lady died in 1972 in Shangsha. At the height of the Cold War, workers were digging an air raid shelter when they uncovered a tomb encased in a hill called Ma Wangdui. The workers had stopped to take a smoke break, and when they struck the matches, the flames, like, lit up. Like, they, like, whoosh from a blast of cool air that was coming from, like, inside the hill, which shouldn't happen if it's solid mass, right? So the workers were stopped. They, they stopped and they were forced to go investigate the ghost fire. That's what they call it. Mm. So archaeologists accompanied by about 1,500 volunteer high school students would discover the tomb housed the corpse of a woman and she had been dead approximately 2,200 years. Nowadays, we would immediately release the science people to do their science stuff. But in 1972, no one wanted to be the one to take responsibility for this mummy. The first premier of communist China uh, Zhou Enlai Enlai, Enlai, I'm not sure had announced that to damage like the ancient relics of China, even in the pursuit of knowledge, was upsetting to not only the country, but of course to the ancestors. So this was sort of like like a dark period in historical study in China, because no one wanted to piss off the ancestors or the tiny little premier with his squeaky voice. I, uh, I feel like when you're a communist you don't want to be the guy who has to do do that you know what i mean like why don't you come help me dude my job's clean the dishes i am not going to get that fucking thing like but you got archaeologists well, yeah because they'll they'll, like, they'll kill you if you do anything outside of your duty pick up the slimy can i get the dishes job no you're too smart fuck okay <laughs> so no one except or uh, no one wanted to step up and take responsibility for the mummy except for a junior pathologist whose name was Pong Langsheng. Pong was part of sort of the new generation of China that was trying to get rid of the old ideas that you had to like, what was it called? God damn it. I didn't write it down. It was called like the four olds. And it was just like trying to get rid of all these old ideas. And they're trying to step up and make China more like forward thinking. They're trying to like make it go as far as research and not just industrialization along with the rest of the world. He didn't really give a shit about the ancestors, and he stepped up to do an autopsy on this mummy, which is 2,200 years old, an actual autopsy. Can I, I'm sorry, how, what's the difference in like King Tut's, like how, how long, how old is that one versus how old this one is? I'm just, because you compare them earlier, it's just like, are they f- the same era? Like is this King Tut from 2,200 years ago or whatever, or is it, I don't know. I'm just curious if that's like expanded upon from the Egyptians or if it's like the same kind uh, of techniques. King Tut would be older. Yeah. But I'm assuming it's like a completely different thing. I imagine so. They're, they're not that far away from each other either though, right? Like Egypt and um, China. Yeah, he's significantly older. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he like lived until 1323 BC. Okay. Sorry, so I, like... it's kind of a side question. It's just... This looks a lot different than a fucking mummy. That's what I'm like. I have it on my side of my screen right now, and it's like staring at my soul. So I'm just wondering if it would have made its way there another thousand years. 
or if it's just going to be like a fucking death mask. No, I don't think so. Because the way that the Egyptians do their mummies is very different from the way that the Chinese did, which is basically just like the mummification process, which is the wealthy people who, for whatever reason, had their beliefs about the afterlife that involved preserving their corpse, right? And are these these Chinese mummies, are they like intentional or are they like accidental mummies no they're absolutely intentional we'll get into that okay you figure the communists wouldn't care about the old gods either right like isn't that like supposed to be communism supposed to be like non-secular i mean i think that's like more new wave china it's not gods it's ancestors oh yeah i guess that's true yeah this junior pathologist he's he was quoted to say uh when someone asked him why he was the only one to step up to do this he was quoted to say in chinese obviously the young calves are not afraid of tigers. So he was like, because I'm a kid. Because I'm oh, stupid. Man. Basically, what he just said, because I'm dumb. <laughs> okay, yeah. good. I like that. More or less. In the room during this autopsy, there was like dozens of people. There was senior scientists that had all like pussied out of doing anything, along with all of these politicians and stuff that were just waiting for him to fuck up so that they could put a bullet in his head. And the autopsy took place on December 14th, 1972. Lady Di was so well-preserved that her skin is fully soft and elastic to the touch. It feels like normal skin. Her brain and organs were only slightly dehydrated. They were very brightly colored. They were fully intact. Her veins still had red blood in them. Type A, by the way. But no embalming fluid. Her hair was still dark. It was like rich in color. It was plentiful. Her eyebrows were there. Her eyelashes were there. The hairs inside of her nose were there and her joints could bend and move as though she had only been dead and on ice for a couple of days there's videos they have of her of them like picking up her arm and just going like this with it and like bending her Mm. fingers and stuff which is something if you did with an egyptian mummy or most mummies that they find that they'll crack they'll crumble yeah like beef jerky now, what I'm not hearing is what any of this smelled like because I'm I'm picturing something horrifying. My guess would be something horrifying. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm st- I'm just the dishwasher. Go have your smell. Have fun. So anthropologists who'd worked with ancient mummies basically their whole careers, they were not only amazed but like creeped out with the flexibility of the body after being around mummies that would like shatter into dust if you tried to bend their arms at the elbow. Another thing too about the photos that we see now and even the display where she is is she started deteriorating the moment the air hit her when she was originally discovered. This doesn't even do justice to what she actually looked like the moment she was found because she's decomposed since Okay, now we're trying to excuse how ugly it is. <laughs> Why are you so shallow? I, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I should be more open to fucking the, <laughs> the the thing mummy. Again, not about fucking. Just like, why does it matter that she's ugly, dude? It's just the, it's just the scariest looking mummy I've ever seen. <laughs> it it truly is. Like I, like, I mean, like, even like those bog mummies and stuff. It's just like they're, they're so like dead that like it's like almost like cartoonish so just divorced from reality there's something about this thing it just looks like it looks like somebody like uh i don't know what the fuck is 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 a, is a movie i'm thinking of any horror movie how about that i'm just saying it doesn't matter that she's ugly it looks like that goonies monster right thank you yes it That's does what it i was looks, trying to, I was trying to think looks, the name 
Yes. Chunk? No, that's <laughs> now who's shallow. <laughs> Slot. Oh, my bad. <laughs> it actually looks exactly like Slaw. Like weirdly. Like that Slaw. or Sarah Huckabee Sanders. One of those two. <laughs> that was a good roast. Eerily, eerily similar. I'm just saying it doesn't matter. Why you come in and you do a podcast with dudes and it's all about how hot the mummy is. It doesn't matter how hot the mummy is. <laughs> Wait, now I have to look up King Tut. Was he fuckable? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Not even like his body, just like the, the drip, dude. Like you should see how blinged out he is. They don't even, this is the thing though. They don't even, they rarely show you anything. You're just looking at a bunch of gold and you're like, yeah, this dude's fucking got it. Mm-hmm. Does it really matter if he's got that much gold, if he's good looking? Let's move on. Okay, yeah. Let's... <laughs> All of what they found in the autopsy was very telling about her death and her preservation. But uh, I think before we worry about the preservation, we should know how she lived. I'm sorry. I'm very distracted. I have a muscle cramp in my leg right now and it won't go away. Okay. It's it's the sinkhole forming around you. <laughs> <laughs> shit so was she buried alone like just her no husband or anything in her coffin just her but like in the i don't know how big the coffin area area was okay so what happened was like they died before she did her husband and son or possibly her husband's brother one article said that i assume it was her son they died before her and so they got buried in their respective tombs in the hills of ma wangdui and then when she built her tomb, which was insanely bigger and unnecessary, well, obviously it was necessary, she basically, like, fucked up their tombs. Nice. <laughs> They're there, but they, like, had fully disintegrated because there was, like, a bunch of cracks and holes and shit in their tomb from building hers. Incredible. Yeah, I fucking love her. Anyway. God damn it, this hurts. Ow. You're getting enveloped. <laughs> okay is this like a dad thing or is it like a dude thing i don't know you know like when your leg falls asleep and then someone feels the need to kick it it's not chicks that do that kick kick it i don't kick it i walk around a bit no when your leg falls asleep and then someone else kicks it no because they know your leg's asleep not not a single time has ever happened to me i feel like that's a brown family tradition yeah no that's because you're dudes i've just never even considered that like does it work? Do you want someone to kick it? It doesn't work. It feels fucking horrible. Mm. Then I won't do that. One of the reasons that I live by myself. <laughs> so no That's one of the contributing factors to why you live by yourself? It is. Because someone might just randomly kick you. and. Yes, because my dad did it growing up all the time. If you told him your leg was asleep, he would kick it. And then I made the mistake of telling the only other person I lived with that. And then they fucking kicked it every time. <laughs> Celeste going around asking people like, is it a dad thing or a guy thing to have lit cigarettes put out on your arm when you get a B <laughs> on your math test? That's a guy thing. Yeah, totally. <laughs> We're doing it to help you. Okay, you guys are like a little bit dramatic. This is the first time on for you then, huh? No. Okay, yeah, let's let's continue. So archaeologists were able to identify the mummy as Sinjue and put her time of death at 163 BC. Uh, she was 50 years old when she died. 
So according to the documentation the archaeologists had discovered, Lady Di was part of a very prominent aristocratic family. She was the wife of a powerful Lord Lee Kang, the Marquess of Dai. She lived a life of luxury, surrounded by servants, which we can gather by how many little wooden servant dolls were in her tomb. We'll get into that. She essentially just didn't do anything. She spent her time singing or uh, uh, fucking Christ. I'm sorry. I'm really distracted. My leg hurts so much right now. Okay, okay, it'll make you feel better. Surrounded by servants. Uh, she lived comfortably watching the, the servants. That's where I was going with my point. She was surrounded by servants, some of which served her food, some of which fanned her, a lot of which sang and danced for her because that was like her favorite thing. And she was surrounded by the finest food. For centuries, China was one big battleground, right? All they did was fight each other for territory until the Han Dynasty united the warring armies and led to centuries of peace and prosperity. And it was during this dynasty that Lady Di lived her very charmed life. This is like just before Jesus time, like just before like that part of the birth of of Christ, yeah. The birth of Jesus. Yeah. I didn't. I know nothing about like Asian history. It's super interesting to me. You know, you hear about a lot of European stuff, but I, I'm not exposed. To, I, I didn't know that people would be warring the entire time until around that time. It's interesting to me. There was like a very, very brief period of time under the reign of the first emperor where he managed to have like peace, but then he died and the country was like, what the fuck? And then they went back into four years of just like bloody wars. It's very Game of Thrones. Yeah. Her body is actually on display at the Hunan Provincial Museum, and part of her exhibit includes a life-size reconstruction of what they believe she looked like. Does the tour come with, like, a barf bag, just in case? Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I, I changed my mind. I forgot. She's beautiful. It doesn't Gorgeous. matter what she looks like. God it does damn. if you're going to barf. If you're going to barf when you walk in the room, it matters to me. I've never seen a human ugly enough that it made me vomit. Is the reconstruction... Of like the what they think she looked like supposed to be like when she died or like what she looked like like when she was younger i I think those are always excessively generous that reconstruction is supposed to be when she was about 30 that's what they say she's 50 when she died that being said that drawing of someone doesn't even like that reconstruction doesn't even really look like a penis so i don't know how it looks like anyone rj you gotta get on this make a better reconstruction I'm I'm actually in the middle of my fourth draft of you right now, and it's mm. um it's coming out better than than anticipated. So I'm really in the zone with what I'm saying. The reconstruction, this adorable little butt-nosed wisp of a woman that they have on display. According to Peng Longshang, the guy that did the autopsy could not be further from the truth as far as how she looked. Based on the wrinkling of her skin, they could tell she was definitely overweight. Approximately 70 kilograms or 154 pounds for you two morons. And she stood about 128 centimeters tall or four foot two. No, shut the fuck up. Four foot two. For real. Four foot two, 154 pounds. How? People were hobbits back then, man. People have grown so much. Yeah, in China, a lot of them are still hobbits. Yeah. Four foot two. Jesus. Yeah, little thing and hefty, hefty lady. Well, maybe that's what she looked like when she was 30, though. Maybe some shit happened. She just got depressed, started eating a lot, 
serve it. Bring me some more shrimp or whatever the fuck we're eating. And then dog. she just dog. <laughs> and then she's right. we we grazed it a couple times, but Okay, um <laughs> that one just fucking kicked the door open. RJ, not racist. She was buried with dog meat. So how do you know it wasn't just a fucking dog? They tested it was a bamboo basket of dog meat. Maybe that's what a dog like to curl up in. Wait, when you say dog, like when were dogs domesticated? How do we know it wasn't just like wolf meat? <laughs> that's a strange way to exonerate the. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not exonerating her. I'm just being. I like. I need to know the lineage of like, like when when did dogs become an ownership thing? I feel like it's not weird to eat you know like a wolf or a coyote back then probably thousands of years before that they've had dogs since history has been talking about people yeah man you don't get to pugs over a few decades yeah oops she was actually buried with baskets of dog meat so it was dog and oxen and just to clarify <laughs> yes to clarify you're like oh Celeste, you're so racist no i'm not well She's i didn't say I, I didn't say that so you kick the door wide open on this one. All right, relax. Okay, when you say a basket of, of dog meat, I need a little bit more there. Need a little bit more. Why? You think like a side of cat, maybe like some No, I'm trying I'm trying to figure out like how how do we know for a fact it was just like edible dog it was meant to be like edible dog dog meat, not this like is how in her pet. tomb they found almost a thousand artifacts buried with her, more than two thirds of which were either food or directly related to food. Recipes, exquisite lacquer dinnerware, cookware, wine, spices, meats, including dog, eggs, vegetables, fruits, fats, oils, beans, rice, everything. She was buried with the entire corpse of a swan. Yeah, how do you know she didn't have like a zoo in there? This is racist. She had a whole zoo. No. All just died. <laughs> no. It'd be so funny if it's like, what? That's just her pat, and it's like packaged up, like like in like parchment paper, like. <laughs> no, this woman adored food. She was all about food. Loved it. Me too. Right? I fucking love this bitch. <laughs> she was also buried with like some makeup, toiletries, garments, and a hundred and sixty-two wooden doll-sized likenesses of her favorite servants. Oh, nice. Per her belief what if, system, this meant they would manifest in her afterlife. What if those were to scale? To scale? Yeah. <laughs> she was actually the tallest one? Yeah. I want to believe, like, that those were still food. And, like, just to, like, fuck with her servants, she would, like, line them up and just, like, start eating them in front of them. <laughs> like, one by one. Did they make their own little... If you want to live with me in the afterlife, whittle off a fucking little doll, buddy. No, these were her favorite servants. She was like, I want you in my afterlife because you serve me fucking quail eggs so good and you dance nice. That's good. Her version of afterlife was one infinitely long dinner party. She honestly might look more like Sarah Huckabee Sanders' mom, Janet Huckabee. Oh, Googling, Googling. Holy shit. Say Janet. Yeah, there's this one like side picture of Janet Huckabee and spot on. Yeah. No, I, I see that. I'm seeing that. It's okay to, to, to make fun of this lady because she's a Republican. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe they're related. That'd be cool. That would explain all of the uh 
the deep state ties to China. I definitely love that she brought a bunch of servants with her to the afterlife to like dance for her, you know, because like when the afterlife, like how long do you stay in the afterlife? Do more people die as years go on and like somebody just brought a TV later on. They're like, fuck, I have like 15 people that just annoy me until they dance. Like, you just have to have these people around you all the time. I could have just had a TV. Servants, do me Breaking Bad. <laughs> Yo, now I got to see 27 Chinese women trying to reenact Breaking Bad. That, that is a must-have. So she thought her servants were going to manifest in her afterlife. The autopsy also revealed that Lady Di was host to not only tapeworms, but also whipworms, some other parasites, and she is she had a fused disc in her lower spine. She most likely died very suddenly. In her stomach, they found 138 undigested melon seeds, meaning within an hour of her death, she had eaten a huge helping of melon. A cross-section of her arteries showed an almost complete fat blockage, meaning she had heart disease. And lastly, a gallstone was discovered lodged in the opening of her bileuct. So the parasites, the gallstones, the arteries, they all indicate a really high level of food intake. And the lower back pain indicates a pretty sedentary lifestyle, meaning that she was like a very modern amount of lazy. Lady Di, Lady Di, we're here um, to do an episode of uh, Young Sheldon for you. Oh, no. And then just like the fat four foot two fucking chick just face stuck in a melon dead. (laughs) We'll come back. If you look up the health benefits of melon seeds specifically, it's used to prevent diabetes. It lowers your lipid levels. So high blood levels of fat, cholesterol, uh, triglycerides, prevents bacterial infections. And then a couple other things that aren't really related. But I think it's really interesting because now I'm wondering, did they just stuff her throat with them later to like prevent her from like getting bacterial infection in her body? And that's why they weren't digested. Yeah, I feel like she just ate like that. Like, I feel like that's just, she literally just, like, inhaled food. She had access to dog meat. Why are you eating melon seeds, girl? She's got Maybe up. it is. Maybe it's, like, the ancient equivalent of, like, blending celery into a milkshake. Because you read online that, you know, it takes more effort to digest celery than it does to, like, it burns calories to eat celery, right? Nice. Maybe she, uh, maybe she she really liked the seeds and got all her servants to spit them in her hand so she could finish them off after you save the seeds for me mm, that's a, that's <laughs> gross she's eating dog meat and all she wants is the seeds how many dog seeds were in her stomach <laughs> no that's a good point though no but it's not if there was no like meat in her stomach no if there was no meat in her not the seed dog seeds if there's no like, ah meat. come on come on so, so meat during the ancient times, this kind of goes for the whole world, not just for China, um, was pretty hard to come by, which is probably why they were eating dogs, um, even if they were domesticated. But if there was like, if she was preserved that well, you would think that if she ate any sort of like any other organic matter, it would be preserved as well because of whatever she was in at the time. If it, if everything else stayed that preserved, so should whatever in her body, if it wasn't yet digested. So how the fuck did they only find melon seeds? It just seems like very weird. Well, this me. makes this brings up another point for me that you're saying that the did they try and plant a seed? Is that how they know it's a melon seed? How do they know it's not a dog seed? Mm, that's true. <laughs> 
See? Here we are going off on these crazy tangents, and it's always Richard that's got to bring us back down to the ground. Thanks for grounding us. God, I don't know how you bear all that weight on your shoulders, pal. It's hard day. It's hard to be me, man. So here's like a really good recipe for um, an ugusi, an ugusi, which is melon. Rick, how do you do which this? Is, how do you come to this show every week? They're so fucking dumb. I really rec- I, I really think this was probably what she was eating, and and I feel like I'm gonna try it out one night. I'm not a big melon guy, but maybe I'll like melon seeds. So yeah, I don't know. Just kind of that shit looks fancy as hell, and honestly looks delicious. I might throw some chicken in there because it's vegan, but. Okay. Now, do you feel bad, Celeste? All three of us are dumb. <laughs> what did I do? I was asking serious <laughs> questions. Melon seeds. You're, you're high and not even listening. You just been Googling melon seeds. I was yeah, looking. You came in... up with like something valid that actually ties into the case. Oh my God. Listen, I, I know a lot. I, I was researching about the preservation because I know quite a bit about preserving foods and I was trying to figure out. If- that I was on yeah. board for. I was on board for that. I thought that was very intelligent. And then I get chastised and then you're like, check out this recipe. Well, I figured if there's going to be an awkward pause, I might as well fill it. <laughs> Y'all can jump in whenever you want and change topics. I'm just, I'm here to keep it light, you know? <laughs> Oh, that's valuable. Can I continue? You're, you may. Yeah. So experts believe that the gallstone becoming lodged in the bile duct caused such sudden intense pain that it led to a heart attack, which killed her. That's why she had the melon seeds in her stomach. She died very suddenly. She wasn't on a sick bed or nothing like that. A big part of ancient Chinese beliefs about the afterlife, which greatly differed from egypt was that in order to obtain immortality or continue life in the afterlife the body had to be intact so in egypt they pull all the organs out they put them in jars and they all go in the tomb or whatever because that's how they make an effort to preserve basically the husk without anything in it but that's not how china does it everything has to be there in order for everything to make it to the afterlife so, I mean, Lady Di couldn't have had her eternal banquet if she didn't have her stomach, is basically what it comes down to. So, they obsessively searched for ways to preserve the body in its entirety. Nothing else to do, I guess. No breaking bad, like Richard said. Mm. The Chinese tried hundreds of methods of preservation, the most spectacular and unsuccessful of which was the jade burial suit otherwise known as immortal armor. And this is actually very cool. I'm going to show you a picture. I'm sorry. Wait, when you say that her body has to be intact, are we talking like how long are we saying? Like until Jesus comes through, we talk about like a quantum leap situation, like in perpetuity. It means that it can't be circumcised, right? Fucking Christ. Like, like was she good to go? Or because somebody like opened her up in 1971, did she like fucking bloop back to the, the liquid bath type of thing? Yeah, no, they definitely fucked her over when they autopsied her. I'm sorry, cl- clarification on good to go requested. Like, she just had to, like, make it over, like, 100 years or something of her body being intact or, like, until Jesus came and then she, hey, good to go. That's, you know, that's what Jesus said to everybody. Hey, you're all good to go. Okay, that didn't feel like a clarification. I'm, I'm more confused now. I, I rescinded my request. 
Okay, good. I agree. If you're wondering where I'm at right now, I'm reading about the history of fertilizer. Nope, wasn't wondering that. Okay, okay. so this Whoa. is the immortal armor. These are jade burial suits. Oh, look at the dick slot on that one. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that. Anyway. that You buried the lead. Yeah, I forgot I was dealing with fucking idiots. I don't appreciate this character you're doing, Celeste, that you're better than us. Oh. I'm not going to lie. That was very, very big jug space for a four foot two person. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> you get excited one time and you're right up against metal. That's that's end of times right there. Oh, was that Matt? It was Jade, you said, right? Yeah. Well, I, I don't think that's that doesn't have any give. No, Jade, the softest of the rocks. Yeah, but if your gray sweatpants were made of jade, that would fucking hurt every once in a while. So the jade burial suit was first discovered in the tomb of King Lu Shang. So for some perspective on this man, he was buried with a swimming pool's worth of wine and an entire house in his tomb. Nice. Nothing else except the clothes on his back. And by the clothes on his back, I mean the immortal armor crafted from 2,000 pieces of jade sewn together with thread made of gold. It's interesting that they could do stuff like that that far back, like make thread out of gold. That, it is feel... amazing what you can do with slaves. Yeah. Within the suit, he went even one step further and he co- he corked his nose, ears, mouth, asshole, and even urethra with jade. He did it or like somebody else did it for him? Did he like, well, I'm somebody die. else would have done it for him, but yes, it was oh. part of the suit. So his orifices were too rich for the bugs to get at. Mm. However, when the suit was open, nothing but bones remained. So, oops, jade burial suits are actually not very good at what they're supposed to do. Hmm. Jade burial suits were reserved for members of the imperial family only. Not that anybody else could really afford one. But that's like an easy tell for modern archaeologists. If they come across a jade suit, they know it's a member of the imperial family. It's royalty. So far, so far, it sounds like Lady dies very bored in the afterlife because like nobody else got preserved. Like everyone tried, but she's the only one. Like I'm sitting up here like fuck. There's <sighs> three that I know of, but her servants wouldn't have been preserved, right? That's true. Basically, just taking those little dolls makes them manifest there. So I feel like it's easier to make yourself a doll then. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, but they're not. They're not like people. They're like NPCs. I got you. We got everything on whatever's on Netflix they can do. Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the gray man. We'll get to the actual mystery part now. So the preservation of Lady Die. That's the solve that I'm looking for today. So how is it that a 2,000-year-old corpse is still so fresh? Okay. I mean, it could be just like a weird one-time thing. But she has like freaky mutant genetics and there was something weird with that that particular topography i don't know but they actually discovered another very well preserved mummy only 300 kilometers away still within the yangtze river valley and this man died within just a few years of lady die hmm. so yeah it was a man this time okay. weirdest thing about the man mummy is that it had a dick still which i thought was just odd I don't know why exactly. That if you're a guy, if you're a guy and you think you're gonna go to the afterlife, that's the first thing you're preserving and you're preserving it the best. Hondo P. That's the least surprising part that survived. If it takes a magnesium ba- bath and some jade to do it, you better make sure at least my dick gets there. 
<laughs> Why do you think it's so weird the dick is there when like that other lady's like nose hairs were still there? Do you think that do you think that it should have been cut off manually? I don't because okay, here if you're a true crime person, when it comes to wild animals, one of the first things that they're gonna eat is the dick. Well, how was this guy? It's super easy to pull off and go away with, okay? It's always gone. He was intentionally preserved, no? Yes, it's just, I don't know, man. I haven't seen a lot of corpses that had wieners that were like that. Imagine you pull up to, like, discount mummy services, and they're like, eh, yeah, you might lose your dick. A wild animal might come up and get it. This is is a discount here. (laughs) You want a coffin with dick protection? That's going to cost you. (laughs) Yeah. That's that, that's one inch of extra jade for you. And this is the most expensive piece of jade in all the land. Uh, although, although I was very excited that you asked that question, Rick. What do you? What else do you know about corpses? Why would we preserve? This is where your expertise comes in. She's asking questions you know about lots of corpses. I'm, I don't think there's. I might have missed. Was that? Was there a question in there? No. Yeah, Celeste. Yeah, the dick. Why is the dick surviving? I don't think that, that was a question. question. I just was I want to know. I want to know how to survive my dick. Survive my <laughs> survive your dick. <laughs> does, does it attack you at night? Jesus Christ. Should I add that to the drawing? Copious amounts of therapy, I think, would do it. I'd joker the fuck out of a therapist. They'd be just as fucked as me by the time I was done with them. <laughs> I got I got a lot of quips to come back on that one, but I'm gonna let that go. I thought you meant give them a Glasgow smile, and I was like, okay, weird flex. <laughs> I meant like that's how Harley Quinn came to existence. She was his therapist, and she he fucked her up more than she helped him. Oh, cute. Even weirder about these two mummies, the Yangtze River Valley is known to be one of the worst climates for preserving human bodies. The soil is very wet, the air is very humid, and the weather fluctuates from very cold to very hot. All of which is terrible for the ground. I'm sorry, can you say the name of the, the area again? Yangtze River Valley. Y-A-N-G-Z-I. Thank you. I do like how there's some sort of society out there figuring out the best place to preserve a body outdoors. I just feel like sometimes we've done too much with science. There's certain things that like, do we need to know that? No, we did. Yeah. Okay. We figured that out. You spent a lot of time with that. You did. Okay. Good. Good. Good things. Do we know how far into the mountain they had to go? Like I imagine because part of the mountain was hollowed out for the body. Do we know like a lot distance of wise? No, not with any level of accuracy. It wasn't super deep. So there's a few theories uh, as to why she's so well preserved. The first being the thoroughness with which her tomb was sealed. Lady Di was buried in the hill of Mawangdui in one of the largest tombs ever dug. Okay, The tomb was an inverted pyramid. It was over 12 meters deep. That's 40 feet. And the deepest point had natural refrigeration properties. Okay, So basically where the air aid shelter is, they use that to house like super lots of bananas so that they don't ripen too quick Hmm. yeah anyway it's cold down there she was then sealed in four ornate coffins each tightly nestled within the others and coated with raw lacquer the coffins were then placed within the burial structure which was constructed of perfectly fitted cypress planks with mortise and tenon joinery and the structure was buried under five tons of charcoal 
sealed again with a one meter thick layer of clay. It's about three feet. And finally, the tomb was covered with 50 meters of soil. Hmm. It's a real Chinese Russian doll. (laughs) Yeah, no joke. Except in the middle, you get a corpse. Hmm. So this was actually the a very common method for burial of the elite in the Eastern Zhao period. The burial structure would have separate chambers to house the items being sent to the afterlife, and then the charcoal and the clay would serve to protect the items as well as further protect the coffins. The coffin chamber is always in the middle of the burial structure, and then all material possessions were in the surrounding chambers. And atop the innermost coffin would be a silk banner, And it was called a funeral banner. And it would depict the journey from the terrestrial world into the celestial world. Interestingly, on the banner, she was portrayed as walking with a cane, even though she was only 50. So she obviously had mobility issues. Yeah, well, you said she had a slip disc, right, or something? So Fused, yeah. So she probably had some walking issues for sure. Uh, Especially being a big girl with a back problem like that, she's probably cane-worthy for sure. But if she was just like fancy it was like a cane sort of like how like fred astaire uses the cane or like you know she was dancing all the time it was for flair like harry from huh? dumb and dumber like when they both get canes and fancy suits yeah yeah exactly <laughs> that's precisely what i'm talking about i was on board for a second just singing putting on the ritz and like dancing around <laughs> just richard <laughs> i'm easy yeah. I know. Yeah. Archaeologists have found dozens of tombs with nearly identical circumstances, and the bodies within them were not preserved to the same degree as Lady Die, if at all. So, another theory is that the undertakers thoroughly washed the body using fragrant water and wine, and then used silk to protect the body from its own bacteria. So, Lady Die was very tightly wrapped in 20 layers of silk which would suffocate the natural bacteria in the body before they could begin to break the body down. But again, other mummies were tightly wrapped in silk that didn't preserve. I think that's why her face looks like that, was because she was tightly wrapped in silk. And she hated silk? Because that is a face of pure disgust. (laughs) It just looks compressed. She was like, get it off me. Maybe she had like a, a a servant that was like her vacuum sealer servant. So like just stuck a little hose in there. Oh no. And then they vacuum sealed her in there. Celeste <laughs> 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 so closed her eyes and complete pissed off. I'm annoying. You're actually getting closer and closer to like my wrap up the more you talk. So based on real based on real science, you're actually not too far off. The vacuum sealer servant. I've got a lot of tabs open. They actually, it's pretty amazing all the shit that they did. And I'm just wondering if they did it by pure accident or if they knew like all of this science behind why they were doing it. I think that's bullshit. The vacuum sealer servant would keep a lot of things out of, like that's why the dog meat's still there. You know, there's (laughs) all sorts of stuff still just in its original packaging waiting to be let air into. Yeah, those little desiccant packets in there. <laughs> I'm physically tired of you guys right now. <laughs> Dude, you were the one who were like, I'm so excited to come on. <laughs> I was, and then you sucked so much. No, that was the vacuum sealer servant sucking. We were <sighs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, All right, I have one more paragraph, and then I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> RG, or Rick, can I see your drink? I was just about to lift it up. Oh, we got lots of time, Celeste. Don't worry, you don't have to leave right Yeah, now. no, I'm fucking leaving. It's We're a little bit over halfway. Okay, so one of the most popular and, like, most, you know, controversial theories, not controversial, but, like, highly debated, Lady Di was embalmed using a mysterious ancient Chinese liquid which was poured into the coffin with her. Both Lady Di and the male mummy were found floating in a reddish liquid, approximately 80 liters of it. And historians believe that this liquid was some ancient lost elixir meant to preserve human bodies. And they found evidence of the existence of this mystery elixir in the burial process in some of the unearthed texts. So chemical analysis showed, and this is another thing too, is I feel like it hasn't been analyzed like as recently as it should be. The last one was analyzed was like 2013 or something like that, but it showed it to be mildly acidic and it contained traces of magnesium and cinnabar, which is a mercury ore used for prolonging life in ancient China. But it actually may also have antibacterial properties. Yeah, I hate when you go to like tourist places or like a train station or something, and all you can smell is cinnabon. It just takes over like Shut the entire the fuck up. <laughs> Who would have thought it would be such a good preservation technique though? <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> now I'm picturing like just sitting at night, like before bed, doing like a skin routine, and it's just the icing all over your arms and legs. <laughs> Out of a pump bottle. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I think you're on mute. You're on mute. You're muted. Oh shit, the sinkhole's coming. Start the audio equipment. <laughs> Yeah, you're still on mute. I don't know what it is, Celeste. Sorry. My joke was so hype, it just fucking knocked out your electricity. (laughs) (laughs) Your default microphone has been... Hey, we're back. Okay, anyway, I can't remember what I was saying. You told us about the acidic liquid. Yeah, your thoughts on on Richard Cinnabon's icing theory. Many experts believe that this liquid could simply be liquid that leaked into the tombs over the millennia. They've tested it. No matter how well sealed it is, if it's made of wood, even if it has lacquer on it, if you leave it for long enough in water, it'll absorb water. You think that guy, the first guy who was like, this is elixir, just drank some. It's like, I'm going to live forever. They're like, don't do it, you fucking idiot. Dude, I firmly want to believe that. Like, Xi Jinping just has, like, all of it that he can get. And he just, like, takes, like, little sips of it. And that's his theory is he'll be immortal. But I also really want to believe it's just 2,000-year-old shit, piss, and blood. are you talking about the guy that did the autopsy no xi jinping's the current leader of of the ccp and and i well he might have done the autopsy we don't know oh god boring okay and (laughs) and sitting here sitting here on this on this zoom chat uh which zoom chinese owned company i'm just gonna want to put this out there i really really hope that xi jinping doesn't die i don't hope that at all every day but if he does, I hope his body lasts over 2,200 years. Yes, and I hope people pull it out and parade it around and talk about how ugly it is. I mean, I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, and they can call it the second communist party and throw a huge party. Yeah. I heard something about she had recipes in her tomb, too. So Actually, funny story. When I was looking into this with regards to did anybody eat it, I read this story of this team of archaeologists that found ancient honey in honey pods. And honey is like 
it has self-preserving qualities, right? It yeah. never goes bad. So they ate it. And it turned out that they used honey to to basically house miscarriages. So that the babies Amazing. would go the afterlife. So she oh. ate like fucking ancient fetus porridge. <laughs> yeah, but that'd Hell. be a- Yes, that'd, that'd be high in like um, what are those like uh, stem cells? Stem yeah. cells, yeah. You'd probably yep, that's yeah, probably the Screw whole a second liver. Yeah, <laughs> I had a lot of hope in ancient China until that because it just doesn't add up for me. If you're preserving your failed births in honey, why don't you preserve everyone in honey? It's a lot you're... of honey. You only need a little bit for miscarriage. She was only four two. You how big do you think how... a fetus is? <laughs> <laughs> without without looking it up, Rick, give us the average size of a miscarriage <laughs> off the dome. Yeah, like five, six feet. Well, I guess it depends when. It depends when it was miscarried, doesn't it? Yeah, at, at 30. At 30 what? Years. I don't know, about four, two. <laughs> Listen, I just want to clarify. I'm not the logistical guy. I'm the big vision guy. I'm the big picture, right? So I'm not thinking about I'm not thinking about where to get the honey. I'm just talking about honey, right? It's like this is an idea I'm throwing out there, and the other Chinese they got to come up with the logistics and bounce the ideas back. And this is a whole thing, right? Yep, <laughs> sure, sure thing, pal. <laughs> I hope you get that time machine and you can just go back and be like, let's get everyone in honey, you morons. I think Rick already did get the time machine. I think he's from like the year 3022. I'm convinced of it now. The longer that Rick spends on this show, the more convinced I am there's nothing special about him at all. <laughs> oh, God. He's very special. <laughs> Fucking dig. Look at him. <laughs> Sorry, man. I used to think you were like straight up CIA. I'm Listen not to me. dead. Listen nothing to me. interesting has happened. It's spot on. No, but uh, yeah. I'm... Wait, you were hoping I was going to die? Spot on. He admitted he's CIA. He said he's CIA. He said it. He finally admitted to it. I didn't say that. No, I, I was sure you were going to kill me because I kept trying to out you as CIA. And here I am, not dead. Oh, you said you weren't dead. I thought you said I wasn't dead. I was like, wait, you were hoping that I was going to get killed on the show? On the show? No. But if you had to get killed anywhere, that would be the best place for me, for my purposes. After all of the mean remarks that you just said, I was, I was about to follow it up with, no wonder people kept kicking you in the leg. And then you said it anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but that's where I was going with it until I got interrupted by Richard. Yes, I'm a bitch. Aren't we all? Yeah, solidarity, sister. This perspective that it was just liquid that came into the coffin from outside or liquid that released from the body, it was sort of reinforced when a third very well-preserved mummy was discovered more recently in another area. But they found that the liquid inside this coffin was not acidic and it contained no Cinnabon. Mm. Problem with that being that water brings bacteria, which means that the body should have decomposed if it entered the coffin at all. So this weird liquid thing is very mysterious and I think they should test it again. Wait, are you saying this other body was preserved as well or wasn't? Probably something from Orange Julius. (laughs) A third, like almost as well-preserved body. Yes. Orange Julius is good. Have they tried Auntie Anne's? Have they gone? And 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 what was the difference when you said the liquid? There was no acidity in it? It wasn't acidic and it had no cinnabar. Okay. But it did have magnesium. Both of them had magnesium. Yeah, that still tracks. Orange Julius. Orange Julius. Yes. <laughs> 
like was this like too too smart to ring to this show because it involved like actual science is that it uh, i think you're i think you're confusing unethical with private dicks that's the only problem no i'm not because i've <laughs> listened to private dicks i probably know private dicks better than you guys do i listen to it so much and you have been fucking morons this whole episode and you're usually not uh then there's some great editing being done i yeah i i need to listen to this show more (laughs) (laughs) i usually don't get off i usually don't i'm usually holding the reins so i don't get to be stupid that's true maybe that's the element that's missing here ah so that's where we're going off the rails you got to keep him being in charge (laughs) (laughs) so i get to be stupid today so it's times two normal well yeah no honestly i'm not coming back so Mm, that's sad I don't like that. I've heard that before. She'll be back. Come back without an episode, and then you get to to imbibe and, and indulge in your own stupidity. Yeah, bring some magnesium though, because I have some ideas. We're still talking. I I'm still curious. I I want to know what all the is that the end of the? You said you had one paragraph left. I feel like you said a paragraph. Yeah, that's left. that's basically it. Is is okay. this, is it the liquid? Is it the silk? Is it the the level of burial? What is it that? Why did she? Okay. Last. All right. Well, break the chains of responsibility now. All right. You're done delivering the mystery. Now, now devolve with us. Ah, uh, okay. Now I okay. have to be stupid. I gotcha. Yes, that's, and maybe. Hey, wait, I, I'm just a little confused. You came here thinking, you came here saying we're dumb and we don't know what we're doing. And then when we're dumb and we don't know what we're doing, we're getting fucking tripped for that too. So like you knew what you were coming into when you walked through our office door. I'm not dumb and I know exactly what I'm doing on this mm. one. This is the issue with your show is because you have them come in at the beginning and play a character and then they're themselves the rest of the show. How come you get to be the same gag the whole show? Are you not being a character right now? Me? No, I'm just a bitch. I just suck, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Bro, this has honestly probably been one of the best episodes, like, ever. I don't think you realize the fucking content gold we got here. It's just the awkward silences. Yeah, this one absolutely fucking tears. <laughs> I, I agree. I think this one's hilarious so far. So we still got to we still yeah. got to figure out what it is. That's the thing. It's like no, I know, and it's not even done. I know that's the best part. That's the best part about the whole thing. I've got my videos queued up. Don't worry. So there's the silk, the weird liquid, the like way it was preserved, like the sealed upness of the whole thing. Or am I missing something else? Or just genetics, maybe? Her genetics? I, I have I have one last question, though. The third body, what do we know what color that liquid was? I know you said it wasn't as acidic, but it still had magnesium. But do we know what color it was? It was reddish, just like the others. It was still reddish. And then on, on that same note, actually, because that reminded me of a question I had. When you say different area, do you mean like a different part of China or like New England? Yeah, it was a different part of China. It wasn't in the Yangtze River Valley. Different okay. food right. court, different food court in the mall. <laughs> the Sabaro. <laughs> so okay, I said those four. Is that all of them, Celeste? Like the just just so yeah, I'm, yeah, basically, it's some factor of those three things, or maybe something completely different. Because again, like there have been other mummies that have been buried in essentially the same conditions that didn't preserve it couldn't it couldn't be genetics because that that can't translate to to death your dna breaks down right i mean i don't know does does that have legs or do i does that make no sense she definitely still had legs (laughs) (laughs) all right
Quiznos sandwiches. Anyways, <laughs> Quiznos. <laughs> I, it could be like a combo of all those things too, right? Like just where they were. And you, as to answer your question, RJ, does genetics go away? Like prop maybe, but like, can something like that's not DNA wise, well, like just that is your, like a concept. Diet is like, maybe you drink all the time. You're just half pickled all the time. And that adds plus right. whatever uh, you were sealed in and like whatever other things happen, the wrapping and all that stuff just mixed together would probably be the reality of the whole thing. It's just luck, dumb mm-hmm. fucking luck. And I know we're talking about something unprecedented, but like at the same time, like wouldn't like when has anyone's genetics ever like altered their decomposition? Do you know what I mean? No, I know. I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know either. I yeah, don't know. Just, the. Asking. It's an interesting question, though, because you're you're right. Like the DNA wouldn't do anything really right. to, to a corpse. But yeah, but we don't know that because there could be a dude who's buried in a graveyard 10 miles from your house who is still looking like the day he died, but nobody ever dug him up. Oh, maybe it's that. Maybe there's a Chinese Anatoly Moskvin just digging her up once a year, just prepping her up a little bit, you know, making well, her Oh, look. okay. Okay. All right. Question. Did anybody try CPR when they dug her up? Maybe she was still alive. <laughs> she just fell in a hole. No, yeah. because of what the premier said, right? You don't damage it or you'll disappoint the ancestors. Mm. Okay, so he killed her. That's just, I just want to be clear. Probably killed mm. lots of people though, so. Mm. allegedly and how was she you said she was like she's just a rich lady or she was like royalty she was uh marquess like a marquee um a marquis lady ah uh, i see what does that mean nobility of some kind oh so it's not like a prince or a princess or something no it's just, just nobility not cousin of some so it can't can't have all the force of like the emperor's magic either because i don't think he's going to give that out to all of well his... no because the ones in the jade suits with the plugged up anuses had that yeah they didn't mm. last yeah yeah this is a, a head scratcher i i'm a anatoly moskvin guy is a good one i didn't think of that before someone just kept re-upping her making her look good every year they just they just went in and spread some butter on her yeah, some honey, butter. That's some honey, secret. just some honey. honey. Yeah. Some like miscarriages, fetus, fetus honey. It's like stem cell honey. So, what do we know about rigor mortis? Rigor mortis, rig, rigor, rigor. I don't know if you're supposed to say the hard R, but um, what do we know about rigor mortis and and how it happens chemically and why it happens? Anyone know anything? I didn't. I just know that it that it goes away and that the body goes back very shortly into just being completely malleable. Oh, I actually didn't know that. If it says that at the yeah. bottom of this article, I haven't gotten there. Uh, um, but that's interesting and really good to know. But what's really interesting is that I'm reading the list of factors that affect rigor mortis. So first off, uh, body fat insulates the body, which slows the rate of rigor mortis. I don't know what it does after, but probably wouldn't be too far-fetched to think that after many years, having body fat would somehow insulate that. Um, temperature. So I, I think what's probably interesting is that she was in a liquid. So like the outside temperature doesn't really matter because if you think about kind of just like how anything works with water, temperature works differently. So there's not going to be drastic changes with things that you keep in water. It's going to be more like gradual. And if she was inside of a mountain, that's why I was trying to figure out like how far in they were and kind of like what their own temperature looked like. If it didn't drastically change the the interior temperature of the mountain itself, it wouldn't have drastically changed the liquid that she would have been buried in itself. 
The other cool thing about um, rigor mortis in general is the whole reason it happens is because calcium ions flow into the muscle. And one way that the human body prevents calcium muscles or calcium from being built up anywhere or being used um, is high amounts of magnesium. So magnesium is used to move calcium around the body. And it's, you have to have both to have like an effective um, bodily function and, and how everything essentially just works. So if I had to guess, they straight up just somehow figured out that a fuck ton of magnesium would keep her preserved. Um, and then kind of back to Richard's theory of vacuum sealing her. I think this dude probably explains it best. Here's something I didn't know until I was in my 30s. You can vacuum seal a Ziploc bag by dipping it in water. Blueberries in bag. Seal bag until there's just a little bit of room. Dip in water. Don't make a mess. Press down. So in this example, the blueberries are her, is her body. And she's lowered into it, right? Oxygen comes out. Um, and the other thing that leads to the breakdown of our skin is both oxidization. So actually just like coffee, which is why I preserve coffee with nitrogen. So nitrogen is very available in the air. You just have to get all the oxygen out of it. So if they had enough liquid in whatever container they stored her in, if they were able to seal it, right, they didn't actually have to remove any of the oxygen because all the liquid would have done that for them. And the magnesium would keep her muscles intact. And it's actually really good for your blood vessels as well. So I think it really just comes down to science. The question is, were they fucking geniuses or was it just some accidental bullshit where they're just like, fuck it, bury her in a bunch of grapefruit juice. All right, smart guy. Yeah, that all holds together. Oh, well, nice, but riddle me this. Where the fuck did they get a Ziploc bag in, in ancient China? Like, I understand that she'd fit in. I mean, all you need is like a gallon-sized one, right? She'd fit right in there. A honeypot. She could fit in a honeypot, apparently. So that's all they needed was a honeypot. That's not that hard to get sealed. <laughs> right? I don't think those are malleable enough to... Uh, that's why you have like, see, this is a combo. Like Rick's got almost there. He just forgot about there's, there's a slave doing that. There's a slave vacuum sealing her. Hmm. Just, <sighs> I'm sure there were definitely slaves riddled throughout her death and storyline. But at, at the same time, like, like it's all well and good. Like that sounds pseudo smart. You know, it sounds like you made that up on the fly, but it also sounds pretty smart. But also I made up on the fly that she's a time traveler so like maybe it's that you know she just wasn't dead for that long how do they know she's dead for that long how do they test that i i agree i agree with richard i think she was a time traveler and i think that um she went from like the coffin itself was a time machine and she went from the coffin to 1800s london and then back and forth only to uh satiate her need for blood because uh, she's so ugly, she was she was jealous <laughs> of all the sex workers in London. Uh, lady, yeah, lady dies, Jack the Ripper. <laughs> Celeste, we miss you. Don't leave. Say, I like I like how Celeste loves private dicks. It's the same thing every time, and then all of a sudden she's a part of it, and she can't stand it. <laughs> Like what monsters have I <laughs> have I created? 
It's weird. I never so, met this lady before. The so. irony of of this woman looking like sloth is if you guys remember the end of the Goonies, mm-hmm. they try and find their way out via a collapsed tunnel. Mm-hmm. And he sacrifices himself by lifting a boulder while That's the cavern true. begins to collapse on itself. And everybody thinks that Sloth died. But what you don't know is that he's just been there the entire fucking time. That's fucking true. That is Sloth. That is, I didn't even, th- I forgot that's oh, how shit. fucking Sloth died. This whole time they were in China. I didn't know that. So that's where you present for the Sloth theory? Just now? Yeah. No. No. Oh. From the top, if you, right? If you know, if, yeah. Or you can just <laughs> listen to it later. Maybe you'll actually like the show again. <laughs> yeah, yeah sure, sure. It's only it's only once it's edited and done. She'll, go, she'll be like, oh, that was fun. She only gets the, she only gets the real answer at the end. This will, this will like revive it. She'll be like, oh, shit. This is how they come to an answer. I just have to walk away for a second. <sighs> oh, I thought she left. I thought my screen just fucking went out. <laughs> That, that is how Lady Di survived. She got wrapped up into a, like a sausage in her... Oh, is that peanut butter? Yeah. What she, she, tool do they have? Got, why did your mouth start drooling? She got wrapped up in her silk. It looks like mustard. Like a sausage, right? And then they put whatever that liquid was at first, it's peanut butter. It was peanut butter, then it got liquefied into that. As far as I know, hot dogs last forever. Uh, and so does, so does Lady Di. So she was a peanut butter covered hot dog. God, that feels good okay. to make a shit up after making so much time into these, and then you just get to say something stupid. Fuck, it feels great. <laughs> I personally, I'm okay with Richard's theory that she's a hot dog covered in peanut butter. I'm fine with that. <laughs> she's like anything that will let me go. <laughs> Works for me. Thanks for stopping by. Celeste, it's very nice to see you, but I was, I'm going to pop the shirt off now, RJ. You can get a good one now, good angle. Oh, yeah, cool. Oh. That'd be great. Okay. Uh, Rick, can you grease me up a little bit over here? What's going to be better for the for the drawing? I only I only have peanut butter on hand. That's exactly what I That's meant. That's perfect. That's what I meant. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I only have brown crayons, so. Thanks for thanks for giving us something to do this afternoon besides our drawing. Celeste, you want to take one of these drawings? The one you throw it, you can have if you want. Put it on your fridge or something. No, thank you. I hate it. Uh, I, Richard, Richard, Richard. I already put nine from it first. Okay, thank, thank you. I just watched Private Dicks and I think RJ's the funniest. What? Come on! Hey there, all you private dickheads. That's probably not the name we're going to stick with. Anyways, uh, RJ here. I am here to tell you... Thank you for listening to another episode of Private Dicks. If you liked what you heard, go on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere they take your reviews, drop us five stars, say something nice. Also, what you just heard was from last season. If you want current episodes as they're dropped, head on over to patreon.com and search up Unethical Podcast. That's our mother podcast. I was not aware Private Dicks was a spinoff. I'm going to renegotiate my contract. On Patreon is a full 16-episode season more of Private Dicks, uncut videos of each episode, and many more things are getting added all the time. You can also find all of Unethical's content on there, so go listen to that. And, if you're already a patron, fuck yeah, dude. You're the best. (laughs) 